Let me take you back in time to 2018, back to precedented times, where Tide Pods were of great concern, and the biggest global event was the Winter Olympics. 2018 was also the year that I started my first podcast, Philly Who, and while times were much simpler back then, I was still facing a conundrum. You see, my podcast, Philly Who, had been around for six months. It had grown, and I had even already gotten my first advertisers. Yes, I was making some money from ads, but it wasn't enough money, nor was it consistent enough. And my savings that I had been living off of for months were about to run dry. It was at this point that somebody recommended to me that I try launching a Patreon. I thought, no, I don't have time for that. Besides, none of my listeners will be willing to pay monthly for anything. Limiting beliefs. Six more months went by. By now, it was 2019, and I had started making more money via paid ads, live events, merch, and a few other things. But I still hadn't launched that Patreon, and I still kept hearing that I should. So I thought, fine, I'll launch one, and I did, in July 2019. Within one week, five people signed up for the top tier at $25 per month. As it turned out, there were people in my small audience who really, really loved my show and were thrilled to have the opportunity to support the show and get more. Now it's 2021, and yes, the world looks a little different. Philly Who has grown well past six figures in revenue, and I've launched this podcast, Grow the Show, which has done the same in only six months. In the three years in between, podcast monetization overall has come a long way. And particularly so has podcast membership monetization. Just a few weeks ago, Apple and Spotify both announced the ability for listeners to subscribe in their apps to paid podcast memberships. So today, we are going to talk about membership monetization. But we're not going to talk about Apple and Spotify because for once, the big tech companies are actually behind the curve. Today's guest is actually a podcast subscription pioneer. And we're also not going to talk about Patreon because while Patreon is the biggest name in membership platforms for creatives, what I've found through a year of extensive and exhaustive work in helping podcasters grow and monetize is that there is an easier way. So today we are chatting with Jason Suhoy, who is the CEO of Supercast. Supercast is the very first paid membership and subscription service made especially for podcasters. And today, Jason's going to join us to share how he built Supercast to be one of the most podcaster-friendly membership platforms currently available. He'll explain exactly why paid memberships and the passion economy are blowing up, and he'll give you strategies to help you build out your membership platform right away. Because through a premium membership, you don't have to wait until some mythical someday to monetize your podcast. And if you stay tuned to this episode, you'll be able to monetize your podcast today. This is Grow the Show. My name is Kevin Schmidlin, and my mission is to help you, the independent podcaster, to grow your audience and monetize now so you can have a thriving podcast business. 
Today, we're joined on Grow the Show by Jason Sue Hoy, who is the CEO of Supercast, which is one of the first paid membership platforms made specifically for podcasters. And he's here today to teach us all about how we can take advantage of one of the fastest growing forms of podcast monetization. So stick around and forget about finding sponsors today on Grow the Show. quick pause on the episode today. If you're a podcaster who's overwhelmed by the editing and post-production process, or you're an entrepreneur or CEO who is not satisfied with the team that's currently producing your show, and you would rather just focus on creating amazing content and then sending it to a team that you trust to get it produced fast, I have the perfect solution for you. Imagine instead having a dedicated post-production team that not only enhances your podcast audio quality, but also manages your show notes, your social media clips, and even YouTube video editing. It's a team that turns your recording into polished professional episodes, giving you back precious time to focus on what you do best. That's exactly what Podcast Boutique offers. It's the only post-production team that is trusted by me and Grow the Show and countless other top podcasters. They provide complete podcast post-production and video editing services with an insanely fast and personal touch. Their clients rave about how much time they have saved and how their show has improved in quality after switching to Podcast Boutique. So if you're ready to take your podcast to the next level, if you're an entrepreneur who has not outsourced yet and you're ready to do that, or your current post-production team does not get you back quality work really fast with incredible communication, then you should head over to podcastboutique.com or click the link in the show notes, fill out a quick form and set up a chat with Podcast Boutique. Have I stressed that they are unbelievably fast and good at what they do? Once again, that's podcastboutique.com or you could just click the link in the show notes to learn more and finally get post-production off of your plate to a team that you trust. All right, let's get back to the episode. I'm Jason Suhoy and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Supercast. So I've always worked in the field of tech, uh, technology. I trained at a university as a software engineer, but actually realized pretty early on that that didn't necessarily appeal to my entrepreneurial streak. So straight out of university, I went down the sales path. Um, but then five years on, um, and after getting into frontline sales myself, I moved over to Australia. I'm from New Zealand originally, hence the uh, the accent. Got it, yeah. And when I arrived in Melbourne, I joined a company called 99designs. 99designs is a global design marketplace, a global creative platform uh, with over 1.6 million designers, freelancers predominantly. And what we did with 99designs is we connected them with small businesses and marketing teams that needed graphic designers. We did a lot of logos, you know, probably the most <laughs> logos in, in the world. But when Jason joined the company, it didn't have anywhere near 1.6 million designers. I joined as COO and the fifth employee, so joining wow. a founder and, you know, just a few engineers and a designer building out this little design startup. And I was just, quite frankly, you know, right place, right time, uh, because I joined a rocket ship. You know, this is going back to 2009. And we were just, you know, this little team in Australia trying to fake our way to being, <laughs> you know, on a global stage and, and servicing customers that were predominantly here in the US. And the way that we exploded onto the scene is because we pioneered the idea of a design contest. So 
if you're after a logo for Grow the Show, for example, you just say, hey, look, you know, I've got a show called Grow the Show. I'm willing to pay $300 and show me what you got. And so in a week, you would typically get 80 to 100 different logos from a dozen different designers. Wow. And of course, you get to, you choose your favorite. You can, you know, kind of like send it around to your team members and get people to vote and all that sort of stuff. Wow. So we just built out this amazing creative platform for you know, customers and, and, and brands and startups to meet the right designer for them and enable that at massive scale, you know, with the power of the internet. About 10 years into this time at 99designs, Jason had played a huge role in growing the company, but he also decided that he needed a change of pace. I had had an amazing ride as COO and had the chance to do like a lot of different roles over that time. But, you know, came a point in time where, you know, I felt like to continue the learning trajectory and if I was ever going to leave, you know, it was really to do my own thing. So Jason started to look for new opportunities. And at about the same time, his future co-founders were discovering a business opportunity in the podcast space. So Supercast uh, was actually brought to life by um, its parent company called Tiny. They kind of discovered this opportunity for subscription podcasting largely by accident. You know, yeah. they, have, they have some agencies as part of uh, their portfolio who just started working with podcasters like Sam Harris, uh, like Peter Atiyah and Rhonda Patrick in the health space. And they had grown large audiences and where advertising wasn't the best fit for them in terms of a monetization channel. Yeah. And so, you know, through those experiences of building out a subscription solution for those podcasters, we were just blown away by how powerful monetization engine subscription is, you know, and to the tune of, you know, five to six figures per month. After stumbling their way into massive success with direct listener support on other shows, the folks at Tiny began to dream up a platform designed specifically for podcasters who were also looking to make money via memberships. They launched it on Product Hunt in September 2019. And so that was when I first had the conversation with them. Product Hunt, by the way, is a website to share and discover new products, usually tech-based ones. Essentially, Jason learned about Supercast the same day that the rest of the world learned about it. And as he did, he was immediately drawn to the company for a few reasons. One, you know, like I, I absolutely wanted to go back and do the startup journey all over again. Yeah. You know, like the, the most amazing thing for me was the whole 99 Designs journey, but particularly the early parts, you know, yeah. like where you where it's messy and it's chaotic and you're trying to figure out your place in the world and you're trying to build the team and everything's coming at you all at once. You know, I, I love all of those elements of it. And so that was appealing to me. Continuing to work with creators, you know, I'd already been doing it for 10 years with designers. Now I would get the opportunity to do that with podcasters and, you know, the nascent and, you know, like fast uh, evolving audio space. So that was, you know, really cool. And then as I dug in, I realized that I actually already had, you know, pretty good affinity with podcasting. We, 99designs was one of the earliest sponsors on the Tim Ferriss show when he, you know, first branched out into podcasting. Uh, but moreover, I myself had embraced Tim Ferriss's diet. You know, I uh, had, you know, just by listening yep. to his show as a result, you know, like I, I got that connection and I felt like I knew him and, you know, I just really developed that connection that we know and love about podcasting. Jason literally had changed what foods he ate from listening to a podcast. That is what we call a transformational show. 
Side note, if you want to learn how to make your show transformational, check out episode 10 of this podcast with Jay Akunzo. Anyway, Jason felt so connected to the hosts of the podcasts that he loved as a listener that he immediately wanted to help other podcast hosts achieve that level of connection with their audience while actually making money. And so when this idea of being able to bring this, you know, amazing new business model that actually strengthens that connection and builds on that direct relationship that a podcaster can have with their listeners, I was like, oh, this is, this just feels right. But there was one final idea that pushed Jason to join Supercast. Andreessen Horowitz wrote this paper on the passion economy and the idea that, you know, we all know the gig economy and what that's all about. Right. Know, basically, people getting paid extra for their skills and labor, whether it's driving a car or delivering food. The passion economy, on the other hand, you know, is kind of like this transition that certain parts of the creative class are moving to where they're getting paid for their ability to build an audience. And you can now build up this base of income that's coming to you like from all over the world and, you know, that's all based on your unique talents and your unique skill sets. And so right. all of those factors combined just made it feel like an amazing opportunity for me that I couldn't help but jump on. The challenge, though, was that when Jason joined Supercast, podcast monetization was in its infancy. But he did recognize a pattern in podcast monetization that has been displayed before in another digital platform that is a little bit older than podcasting. If you think of like the internet and websites, for example, right. in the 90s, you know, like it was all AdSense. Banner ads, right. Know, like and clicky, you know, like shoot the monkey style, <laughs> you know, banners on websites. And huh. that was how people earned money on the internet, you know, like a few cents at a time, right? Um, but the proliferation of ways that you could earn money on the internet has just like flourished, right? Like it's e-commerce is still growing like crazy, you know, like there's just like so many different ways to earn money on the internet now. I think we are just at that early stage with podcasting where people have built up an audience and right now they only... They only know one hammer to throw at it when it's time to turn on the money tab, you know, and that's mm. ads. It's true. Paid ads are not the only way to monetize a podcast, and they're not even the best way to monetize a podcast. Now, what we're discovering here at Grow the Show and what Jason has proven during his time leading Supercast is that direct listener support is not only more profitable and more effective than paid ads, but it's also easier. What we find beautiful about direct monetization and uh, memberships is that your audience is already there because they love your work and mm. because they love your show and they love the connection to you. What subscription allows you to do is basically a certain segment of your audience, you know, love you so much and get so much value from your show that they're willing to take it to the next level. So unlike um, something like advertising where, you know, whether it's COVID or something else, like you're kind of at the whim of advertisers and at times, you know, en masse, you know, your advertising might dry up. Right. Um, listener support, because it's, you know, you've got a lot more listeners. It's not just like one or two big advertisers. You've got a lot more listeners, hopefully, in your base that are paying you. It smooths out those ebbs and flows and also allows uh, you to ultimately align incentives with your audience. This is a key point. As soon as you bring on sponsorships, you have a new customer, your sponsor. 
Now you have to constantly play the game of keeping both your listeners happy and your sponsors happy. This is a constant balancing act and can get dicey when your sponsors want something that your listeners don't want or vice versa. Your audience, however, just loves you and the show you make. That's why they're here. With a subscription model, they continue to love you and you'll continue to have a solid base of income. The best part is that you can start right away. You don't have to wait until a certain audience size to make money with membership models. But the question is, and the question I've heard a lot, why would you use Supercast over a more well-known membership site like Patreon? Supercast is 100% tailored for podcasters. You know, it's the only people and, and, you know, kinds of people that we serve. And so what that means for us is that we can really streamline both the listener and the creator experience for what happens in the world of podcasting. With Supercast, you know, you hit the landing page, you choose the plan you want to sign up to, you pay, and then on the very next step, you're adding it back to your podcast player. Basically, you just choose which of the podcast icons, you know, like you listen to, much like subscribing to someone's public show. And then um, once you hit that, it'll open up, you know, if you're on your phone, it'll open up that app and the unique RSS feed will automatically be pre-populated there so that uh, all you have to do is hit subscribe. That's half the number of steps. And it's just like infinitely easier and to get you back into a space that you're already familiar with. Instead of having to go to a website, that listeners don't usually go to, to consume the bonus content that you offer them, Supercast gives your listener a private RSS feed that will show up in their favorite podcast player so you can meet them exactly where they are. And that convenience factor really pays off when it comes to conversion rate. That actually translates into real business results. So Canada Land uh, is a big independent news media player in Canada. Hmm. Uh, they had built up, you know, north of $30,000 on Patreon per month. And they, you know, decided to trial Supercast uh, January last year, so a bit over a year ago. And, you know, they thought, well, look, we think we've already squeezed the blood out of the stone, but if we could get, you know, 100 members, then, you know, that's kind of interesting. And it, so they got 400 in the first month. Wow. And it just, you know, it just kept going. And a lot of, even though they didn't advertise it to Patreon members, they discovered it nevertheless anyway. And the, they came back and they gave feedback to Canada Land that, hey, this is right. amazing. Uh, so fast forward a year, Canada Land's now bought all six shows over to Supercast, all six shows in their network. You know, because we're a tailor-made for podcasters, we can do things like, bundle together their six shows into one subscription. So you can, rather than $6 for a show, you can pay $9 for the entire network. And as a result of all of those things, you know, like they can look back now after a year and say, yep, we're growing three times faster than we were having joined Supercast. And the average revenue that we make per user has gone up 20% as a result of that bundling component. For Canada Land, centering their subscription model around bundling was the secret sauce that bumped their earnings up. But since you probably only have one podcast, you'll have to explore different reward systems and tiers to see what gets your audience excited. Luckily, there are tons of examples of successful direct support models that you can use for inspiration. One of my favorites that Pat Flynn, you know, is doing right now is a backstage pass. What he's doing is... He's recording an extra five to 15 minutes uh, with every guest that he brings on the show. 
And he is basically at the end of the episode, he's saying to them, oh, look, you know, like we're just going to head backstage now. And he uses it as an opportunity to to really let the guards drop on both sides, huh. you know, and, and even though you're still sitting in front of the same mic, you know, you really get to dig into, you know, a bit more about what drives that person, right. um, what their habits are, you know, what their cheat codes are to life. Another one that I like personally yeah. because, again, you're already doing those interviews. You're not having to do double the number of interviews. All you're doing is you are kind of doing something a little bit fun with, you know, all the people that you're already being on the show and just getting them to do a little bit extra yeah. uh, at the end of that. That technique I actually use on my own show, Supercasters. Um, so I, to get people to, to sign up for the premium feed, I reserve one topic that I know that each guest, you know, is an expert in and, you know, is kind of, would be really interesting to the listeners. Um, and then I just tell them in advance, hey, you know, like I know that this particular nugget, like you've got a lot to of advice to give and I'd love to discuss that at the end of the episode so that we can put it in the premium section. Very cool, very cool. Um, so there's, you know, that's the kind of stuff that you can do with the existing guests that you've got. Obviously, you can take a whole episode and you could make that premium only. Um, that's another effective technique. So if you've got a VIP guest or... You know, maybe if you've got like, for example, a fiction series and you've got an alternate ending, right. um, that's something that you could make only available to paying subscribers. Uh, and then what you can do with those is just tease them on the public feed, right, you know, right. so there's that kind of thing. And then other people are doing things like restricting access to a back catalog. So maybe after six months, you know, you take stuff off the private feed and you only put it available on your, um, on your show or early access to episodes. Regardless of what you do, Jason has one primary rule for building your own membership model. So what we generally try to guide people towards is just launching it as simple as possible. And I think, you know, that's there's definitely something to be said for just keeping it simple, yeah. but do it in response to real feedback from your members uh, as opposed to, you know, just stewing in the kitchen and over-creating. Keep it simple. Try to find the stuff that naturally fits in with your production schedule already. If you can do that and you can make it easy for yourself to fulfill those extra perks, then you'll be poised to take full advantage in the coming tidal wave of premium podcast subscribers. It's you know very clear to us that this is a business model that's only going to grow in adoption. And so I think for the podcasters that are embracing it early and yeah. getting on board now, uh, with something like uh, Supercast, just, you know, the the opportunity is is there. You know, like the latest stats from Pod News, James Cridland, are that, you know, 19.7 million people, you know, have already paid for a podcast wow. and, and are likely to do so in future. That number is only going to get bigger. And so if you're not already, you know, offering subscription, then, um, you know, I'd be very seriously thinking about why not. Why aren't you offering a subscription? Don't you think it's time to monetize? I do. So here is my challenge to you. Think about what bonus subscription perks your audience might love. And as you do that, keep in mind that you want to make the fulfillment of those perks something that you can actually do regularly with consistency. And once you've got that, or at least an idea, just do it. You don't have to make a huge deal out of the launch. Just set it up, hit go, and make changes as you learn. 
If you would like support and feedback to help you with those changes and to help you build a profitable membership offering even faster, join us in the free Grow the Show Facebook group where I and nearly 600 other podcasters are all growing and monetizing our shows together. We'd love to have you and to help you too. The link is in the show notes. Grow the Show is a Q9 production. This episode was produced and hosted by me with associate production by Catherine Nails and a very special thanks to Jason Sue Hoy. For Grow the Show, my name is Kevin Schmidlin. See you next time.